Good morning, everyone. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest dividend stocks for weekly cash flow, using nothing but pre-qualified dividend stocks to give me a safe, secure, and predictable 1% return. That's it. That's my main focus, 1% per week. It's simple. It's easy. It takes me less than five minutes. So just to get a quick little balancing, because today's Wednesday. I don't do a lot of trading on Wednesdays and Thursdays, because the time value. If you don't know what time value is, then you might want to do a little bit of research. I buy a stock and I sell somebody the right via a covered call. It's called a covered call. It means you buy a stock and you have to have at least 100 shares of each in order to be able to share, sell one um, contract. One options contract is equal to 100 shares. You buy 100 shares, you sell someone the right to buy that from you, basically the same money you paid for it. That's collecting a premium. A premium is basically like an insurance policy. All right, <clears throat> let's jump in, see where we are. Now, Wednesdays, like I said, is usually just balancing. We take a look at our positions. We take a look at where the stock is, get an idea of the trends, which way is it going, because uh, you just never know. Okay, now most of our positions are usually filled on Monday or Tuesday. That's when they have the most time value. And they usually expire on Friday. So Monday, we usually do most of our trading. Tuesday, we pick up any slack that we may have missed. Wednesday's balancing act. Thursday, we just have more balancing and answer questions. And on Fridays is when options expire. We jump in and we take a look at where our positions are, make any adjustments if we need to. And uh, take a quick look at what's coming up next week. So, considering this Friday is the last day of the second quarter, should give us an idea of how our year is going to look if we continue on this track. Because all the stocks I look at, I put them on a list. And that list is chronologically, directly related to the EX date. What does that mean? Most companies pay a dividend every 90 days or every quarter. Now, there's 66 trading days in a quarter. So you have 150 stocks, 66 trading days. You do the math. There's usually one or two every week to pick from. So we picked which ones look the best, usually just before the EX date, which means it's the last day the stock trades before the, before the dividend is paid out. And the reason why we do it 10 days before the EX date, <clears throat> some strange reason the stock has a tendency to move up just before the EX date. Now we get some software that tells us exactly how it had performed in, in the past. Just because it did it 10 years in a row doesn't guarantee it's going to do it in the 11th year in a row. However, there's a good probability that it will basically do the same thing. Because almost every company we look at has historical performance. I mean, if you increase your dividends for more than 25 years, you got to have at least 25 years worth of data saying that you've increased your dividends to your shareholders. That allows me to take a look at when the dividend was paid, what the stock price looked at 10 days prior to the EX date, and use some simple math to do that. I used to do it you know, one entry at a time, but then I created some software, or I should say I had someone create some software from me using a certain set of parameters to give me an idea of what and how the stock reacted in the past. 
and what is it most likely going to do or probable to do in the next four or five days. Because I basically jump in and jump out within four or five days. By Friday, I would like to be out. doesn't always work that way, but sometimes it does. That's my main focus. Jump in, collect the 1% premium, jump out, and move on to the next one. Every week, the list starts... Uh, sorry, every quarter, the list starts at number one. And at the end of every quarter, it ends with stock number 150. So, all chronologically. So, this week, we already took a look. Um, Mondays is usually when we go over the list of who is paying out. Um, then we go and we take a look at the one-year chart just to give an idea of where the stock price is in relationship to the last year. Now, we don't want to buy at the high of the year, and we don't want to buy at the low of the year. Somewhere in between, someplace, for lack of better words, familiar with the stock. The stock is familiar at this price. You know, people, all right, people are okay with this price. Are we looking for higher highs? Hey, it would be great, but that's not the focus. The focus is safe, secure, and predictable, and consistent 1% per week. That's it. Five, ten minutes a week. I'm good to go. All right. All that out of the way. Let's see where our positions are. Now, I monitor about four different accounts. So I'm just going to give you the positions that I'm in and whereabouts they are in um, the last 30 days of stock movement. That gives me an idea of what we can expect in the next couple of days. Now, today's Wednesday. So we have today, tomorrow, and Friday. All right, that being said, the first one on my list, I always go alphabetically, would be Bank of America, B-A-C. Now, the last 30 days, let me just zoom in on this. The last 30 days, we have a 30-day low at 27.34. Now, that was four weeks ago. Two weeks ago, we had our 30-day high at 29.80. Okay? Now, two weeks ago from the high, we've had a little bit of a downturn. So last Friday, we closed out at 27.75. Okay. That seems to be a new support level. And it's bouncing off of that. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're kind of going up a little bit to the sideways. We're sitting at this moment in time, 27.98 with Bank of America. Now, <clears throat> Bank of America, um, I get 3,300 shares. Now, my cost is right around $30 a share. Now, by looking at the movement over the past couple of days and in the past week or so, I sold the right for someone to buy it from me at 28. Now, that is less than what I paid for it, but it was higher than the current stock price. So as it being at 27.97 at this moment in time, I keep focused on it and I keep my eye on it to make sure that if it goes above 28, I have to buy those back. If it stays below 28, I let the options expire and I collect the premiums and I move on to next week which I'm perfectly okay with because Bank of America is one of those few companies where the book value is extremely close to the um, market value. 
Let's go really quick. I'll tell you exactly what it is. <coughs> okay, the stock price at this moment in time is $27.97. The book value per share is $30.61, which is higher than the stock price. Okay, which always makes me happy because absolute worst case scenario, if something happened to it and they had to liquidate everything, I'd be getting more on the liquidation of Bank of America than I paid for the shares in the first place. And I'm okay with that. Alrighty then. Who's next on the list? Comcast. C-M-C-S-A. All right. Now, Comcast is in an interesting position. The very first thing I'm going to, I'm going to point out is that uh, it looks like we're in a quadruple high, some resistance here. It doesn't seem to want to go above seven, uh, 42. Four times in the last 90 days. Um, end of April, middle of May, middle of June, and then today, all up in that area. Okay, so let's zoom in and see where we are and see what's going on. The last 30 days for Comcast. Here we go. My position is I got 1,000 shares at 41.13. Now, I bought this last week, which means I collected a premium last week on this, and then again, I collected another premium this week. So I collected two premiums so far, and next week they're paying out their dividend. Okay, fine. I have no problem whatsoever. Premium, premium, premium dividend works for me. As long as the numbers work and as long as I get more than 1% per week, I'm okay with it. Okay, so at this moment in time, we're sitting at 41.48. Now, we have a 30-day high, which is today at 42.04, which is today. Our 30-day low is four weeks ago at 38.48. Now, from that low, it's a beautiful escalation up to, what was it, 41.66. Now, that was the middle of the month. From there, you get your normal profit-taking, some stabilization around the 23rd, and now it's moving up again. Got a new 30-day high at 42.04, but it's sitting at 41.46 at this moment in time. More than likely, like I said, I'll keep my eye on it, and um, we will see what happens come 3.30 on Friday. Do I buy them back, or do I let them go? Okay, always interested in what happens there. Next on the list is General Motors. General Motors is like one of those sideways companies between a 31.80 and 40.75 all year long, just going sideways, up, down, up, down. So let's take a look at the last 30 days. All right, so the last 30 days, we have a low at 31.86. Now that was the end of May, almost 30 days ago. From there, lovely escalation to the middle of the month to a high at 38.24. You got your four days of profit taking, finding a new support at the uh, 36 area. And then escalating again, we're sitting at 37.83 at this moment. Now, we bought General Motors last week. We collected a premium last week. We got another premium this week. 
Um, we jumped in at 37.63. I don't remember what last week's premium was, but collected the premium, carried it over through the weekend, have it again for this week, sold the premiums again for someone to buy it from me at 37.50. Now, it's at 37.82. If it continues to this path, I won't have it next week. Now, GM is another company where the book value is higher than the current stock price. Okay, the stock price at this moment in time is 37.82, but the book value per share is 48.42. And I love it when the book value is higher than the stock price. Gives you a little bit more stability. Okay, last one on this list is KMB. KMB, which is Kimberly Clark. Last 30 days for Kimberly Clark. We got a 30-day low 30 days ago at 32.79. Now, kind of gone sideways for a little bit. Found its high last week at 139.20. A little bit of profit taking, some stabilization, but then again, it dropped today. Currently, we're at 135.49. Okay, now, I bought this at 143, ooh, almost a month ago. Actually, more than a month ago, like five weeks ago. So we collected the dividends on this, collected five premiums so far. So I've had it for five weeks. So premium, 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 dividend. Now it looks like we're going to carry it into next week again also, which, hey, I'm perfectly fine with that. It is Kimberly Clark. It's been around for oh, close to 100 years, I believe. And uh, I have no problem whatsoever carrying that next week. That is it for this account. Let's go jump into another one, which we have Ford, General Motors, and AT&T. Okay, so Ford is first on the list here in this account. Now, Ford is one of my favorite stocks because, again, it's over 100 years old. They're, uh, they have excellent market cap. Uh, let's quickly check the book value of Ford. Okay, so the stock is at 1456 The book value is 1045 but here's the interesting thing with Ford. Uh, last month, we were at a low of 11.24. Okay, we have a double bottom in, 11, in the 11.24 area. But from there, it escalated beautifully to 30-day high of 14.61. Now, that was two weeks ago. We're challenging that 30-day high. Today, we're at... 1457. Okay, I'm perfectly fine with it because, hey, like I said, it's Ford. Now, <clears throat> in this account, I'm into Ford at 1420. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at Ford. I mean, at 14, I got premiums this week. I got premiums last week and I got premiums the week before. Ford is one of those ones I just keep buying and selling someone the right to buy it from me. And I, and I collect... Unfortunately, Ford only gives like a little bit less than a 1%, like a 0.9 or a 0.8. But hey, it's almost, I don't want to say guaranteed, but it's, it almost feels that way. Because I really feel like there's no risk in investing into Ford. Especially when the book values is close to the um, market value. Yeah, stock price. Okay, General Motors, where I looked at AT&T. Again, another one of those companies over 100 years old. Let's take a look at the last 
30 days. We got a 30 day bottom at 1485. We got a triple top at 1613. Wow. Okay, so I'm into this at 1596. Um, last week, collected premiums last week, collected premiums again this week. I sold someone the right to buy it from me at 1550. Um, we're at 1563. You know what? You never know what's going to happen between now and Friday afternoon. So I just keep my eye on it. It takes me less than a couple of seconds. Take a quick peek. There you go. I'm a happy camper. Uh, and the cash just keeps rolling in every week. Okay, pretty simple, pretty easy. Every single stock that I look at is one I do not have an issue holding for a long period of time. Is that my focus? Is that my goal? No, my focus and my goal is a 1% per week. That's it. Simple, easy, and out. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. All right. That being said, I'm going to wrap it up for today. And I'll catch you guys again tomorrow. Now, tomorrow we're going to do basically the exact same thing we did today. Just take a look at balancing out where all the positions are. And then we'll probably answer up some questions for tomorrow. Other than that, you guys have a great day. And I'll talk to you later. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day.